Welcome to the Leader Byte Podcast, hosted by Chester Goat. Bite-sized conversations about leadership, learning, and life. Any topic is fair game here, because committed leaders bring it all to the table. Here's your host, Chester Goad. So I'm here at Catalyst Atlanta, and I'm sitting with the ever-awesome Carlos Whitaker. Ever-awesome? You go by Los. Los. I like that. Just right. Los. Uh, Carlos Whitaker. Los Whitaker. Speaker, author, gospel Christian artist, moment maker, and hey. now spider killer. killer. Spider killer. <laughs> spider killer. And I'm going to let him tell you. <laughs> Exterminator. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more about that soon, but what a day. Are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. I, I, I love Catalyst. I love everybody here. Oh my gosh. It's, it's amazing. And this thing is run like a well-oiled yeah, machine. Yeah, it for is. For sure. Yeah, and they got awesome people. I know. As well. I know. So, uh, now, you're living in Tennessee, right? I do. Nashville, Tennessee. I'm in Tennessee. Are you really? Yeah. Where in Tennessee yeah. are you? I am halfway between Nashville and Knoxville. I'm in the Cookville Crossfitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. Which phoning is a Crossfitter that... That I makes yes, Cookville he's, famous. I used to work with him. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, awesome. The university, and now he has a gym a couple oh, yeah. blocks over from us, and okay. he's doing awesome stuff. And, yeah. yeah, I know Cookville. He's crossfitting Cross, it away. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I'm in Nashville all the time. I actually so cool. um, belong to a Nashville podcast group that oh, meets wow. there okay. in Nashville. So there a lot. But uh, anyway, for some who don't know, you've been also a recording artist for a major recording label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Provident, Sony Provident. Yeah, Integrity okay. Music. Mm-hmm. And listeners could probably appreciate that you have a little video that went viral. Um, I feel certain readers and listeners would be familiar with it, um, but you're a dad. Tell us about the video. Yeah, you know, this was 2007 years ago, whatever that that would have been. Uh, And my kids were in the backseat of the car singing all the single ladies, Beyonce. And I was filming them because it was cute. And I told my son, who was three at the time, Mm -hmm. that he wasn't a single lady. And he uh, started weeping. And the video went viral. We won a People's Choice Award for it. It was was crazy. That is really crazy. And so I need to know, what did you learn from this incident? Yes. You know, it's funny because I learned, it it goes 7.2 million people uh, saw it. And then we were winning awards. And I remember thinking to myself, like, what is it about this video? Uh And really, I I think it's because it was authentic. It was an authentic moment, right. and people are desperate for authenticity. People, oh, you you just said it right there. But then also, just the lesson learned is also that anything you stick on the internet is fair game for viral. Absolutely, you, know? so you just never know what's going to happen. Get us up to speed on what you're up to right now. Yeah, so I am um, just just launched a book two days ago, and so 100 percent all of my time and energy is going to mm-hmm. spreading the message of my new book mm-hmm. and um, and slinging hope. I tell people I'm a hope slinger, so ah, that's yeah, what I love, I love to do. That love that. And so you had a previous book, you had Moment Maker, and yep. now you have the new project and it's killed the spider and yep. i have to say just last weekend seriously we found two wolf spiders in our kitchen oh, have you ever seen those no things? i don't want to they're really scary um and but i learned through my research that they don't build webs they just kind of hide under things and wait yep. and you know so yep. they're kind of predators but when you say kill the spider you're referring to webs of all kinds especially cobwebs and yep. things like that so you have said that at one point in your life cobwebs owned you yes. tell me what that means yes yeah, so uh, basically, how I describe cobwebs and spiders in the book is a spider is an agreement that you've made with a lie at some point in your life. Mm-hmm. So we all have agreements with lies that affect the way we live and decisions we make. Um, cobwebs are medicators that bring us some sort of false comfort to the lie. <laughs> yeah. So cobwebs are those things that we spend time cleaning. Uh, I want to stop drinking. I want to stop looking at pornography. I want to have a better marriage. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Those are cobwebs. And I say cobwebs own me because, because every time I try to clean them, I find myself wrapped back up in them. <laughs> yeah. And I realize that we need to stop cleaning the cobwebs and we need to get to the root of 
the spider that's creating those cobwebs and kill that. I love that. So would you say then that cobwebs get in the way of your purpose and your opportunities to be leaders and maybe what you were intended to do? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I thought so too. So this, this sort of goes along with a tweet that you have pinned at the top of your Twitter right now. It says, peace like a river means that peace is going to have some rapids. If you meant it would be calm, he would have called it peace like a puddle. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's not peace <laughs> like a puddle. There's movement. There's, there's stuff. And you know, and, and, Killing spiders takes work. Like it right. takes rolling up your sleeves. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not easy, you know. And I think a lot of people want fluffy and they want easy and mm-hmm. they want, you know, we live in such a Twitter culture, such a culture that it's really quick to quick fixes. Oh, yeah. Um, that when, you know, I think when people are going to read this book, they're going to realize, oh, okay, I'm going to need to roll up my sleeves, mm-hmm. do a little bit of work. And, um, but the work is going to be worth it. Yeah. And I can't fix your problem with a 142 character tweet. No. Either, you no. know, I mean, we or can, I can't we can fix your some... problem with a 240 page book. Like you're going <laughs> to, there's right. going to be some work you're going to have to do. That's exactly right. That's all right. So, um, but in a later tweet, um, I noticed that you said, gaze up at God and the things of life clouding your judgment will dis- dissipate. Yeah. Yeah. Gaze up, glance yeah. down. My dad used to say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Gaze at God, glance at life. We have a tendency yep. to gaze at life. And then when life becomes distressful, we glance at God. Yeah. Oh God, please help me. Mm. But when you keep your eyes focused up, gazing at God and just glancing at life, ah, at that point you can start killing spiders. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I feel like you've really taken not only leadership, but also ownership mm. of your issues, your own issues, and that you want the same for people. That's what I feel from yeah. the things that I read. And so um, why do you think that it is so hard for us as humans to deal with our own issues, our own cobwebs, those things? You know, because again, Cleaning cobwebs is easy. Uh, mm. It's the it's self help. It's it's quick fixes. It's medicators. It's right. it's um um that that is easy. And so what we end up doing is is just repeating that over and over because the behavior is never going to change unless you break the lie, the agreement with the lie. Right. So again, behaviors for artificial intimacy. Okay, so whether that be affairs or things you shouldn't be looking at, you're doing that because there's a lie that you believe inside of you at some point. And the lie could be different, but for me, the lie could be, oh, th- there is, I can never achieve true intimacy. Mm, so there, okay. there, there's, there's that. Well, listen, that's a lot harder to deal with, or that, that's going to take a lot more work to deal with than just, just not doing bad things. You know what I'm saying? And so yes. it's going to take work. It's, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to, um, I've been to, um, my same therapist for many years, went to a place called Onsite, which is kind of all in the book. It's seven days of experiential therapy that I went to, which kind of led up to this. But I also believe that you can only really identify, locate and corner your spider in therapy. Mm-hmm. You can't kill it. You're going to have to kill it. Um, in your in your time with Jesus, you're gonna have to kill it um, doing um, doing the work with with the Holy Spirit. Right. So, and I think that you have to be willing to do some introspection. And it sounds like the last couple of years, last few few years, even yeah. you've really been going through a period of introspection. Do you think that growth and growing requires introspection? Yes. Oh my gosh, it's, it takes so much work to look in. Um, gosh, but I'm telling you, the freedom that's available to us when we do that. Mm-hmm. It is massive. That's awesome. Massive. Um, if there's someone who's really feeling like, let's say they're trapped in a cycle of negativity or difficulty or something of their own making, even something they've created, what would you say to them? Uh, say that one more time. Uh, you know, if there's someone who's really feeling trapped in a cycle of negativity or difficulty, something they've created of their own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what would you say? You know, I'd say that, um, first of all, since they, they probably understand this, stop trying to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. that is, that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to need to 
really step into a space of um, breaking. This, this is this is really at the end of the at the end of the day. You've got to find the lie. Mm-hmm. You got to confess it. You confess it out loud. Mm-hmm. Then you have to replace it. Mm-hmm. You have to replace that lie with God's truth in your life. Love so yeah. so we're not again we're not looking at the negativity. That again, that, that's just cobwebs. Mm-hmm. Trying to fix negativity in your life, anger management, whatever, right? right? That's just cobwebs. Mm-hmm. You've got to find what's what's the root of that. Mm-hmm. Then you got to cut it. But if you just if you just break the agreement and kill the lie, well, now you've left a chasm, a space mm-hmm. where something has to replace that. If you're not careful, it'll just be replaced with another lie. Right. So you have to purposely bring in God's truth. And at that point, when that happens, I think freedom's there for yeah, Okay, so lighten up a little, lighten, yeah. lightening up a little bit. What's something readers or listeners would be interested in knowing about you? Maybe something they didn't, didn't know. Tell us something. Tell us something good. Yeah, I am, um, I am from East LA. I am a, my, all my cousins are living in the barrio, Batos Locos, and I am a red Mexican, is what I like to call myself. <laughs> I love I it. love to hunt. I love <laughs> to fish. Awesome. Uh, I love the outdoors, and I love trout. <laughs> I love venison. <laughs> that's awesome. That's crazy. All right. So, um, over, <laughs> that's so funny. Over the last little bit, you've talked about reinventing yourself in some ways. First of yeah. all, what do you mean about that? And second, what brought you to a point you felt like you need to do that? Yeah, you know, I, I, um, Again, just professionally speaking, I was I was a worship leader, signed a, a label, and putting books out or music out, and I felt like God specifically told me to um, stop leading worship and start speaking in mm-hmm. 2014. And I ignored him for six months. I didn't want to do that because I was paying my bills and doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was 2013. So in 2014, I um I told my wife, "Hey, I feel like God's been telling me this," and uh, she looked at me like. Now, my wife's not the person to say this to because she has no fear. So she's like, well, then you need to quit leading <laughs> uh-huh. worship and start speaking. I was like, no, babe, like, tell them pay the bills. There's livelihood, right? <laughs> she's like, pray about it. So I prayed about it. I felt like God was saying the same thing. So sure enough, we both together walked to my laptop and canceled 78 worship leading gigs through the rest of that year. All of them. I you did not. Them no. I canceled them all. Whoa. And I emailed them and I said, hey, but if you need a speaker, I feel like God's asking me to start speaking. Crickets. Not uh-huh. one person emailed me back. <laughs> a week later, crickets. Uh-huh. Ten days later, nothing. I go to Home Depot. I go to Starbucks. I fill out applications. Mm-hmm. This is like, people know who I am as a worship leader. And I'm, <laughs> right. I'm, a, I'm about to have to... <laughs> Up to four, three weeks ago, I was yeah, a worship leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 14 days to the day that I, I emailed everybody. Uh-huh. I got an I got a, um, email in my inbox, and it said, the White House would like to... And so I deleted it, because that's obviously spam. Mm-hmm. And 30 minutes later, my publicist called me and she goes, why'd you delete the email? They know you deleted the email. <laughs> and I said, awesome. who's they? What are you talking about? She goes, go look at right now in your deleted files. So I looked at my deleted folder and it said, the White House and President Barack Obama mm-hmm. would cordially like to invite you to speak at the Easter prayer breakfast in seven days. Wow. So here's the thing I tell people all the time. Obedience is so difficult, especially mm-hmm. when we obey and wait. Right. The waiting, that, that's where the torture is, right? It's just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, sure, seven days after that, I found myself having breakfast with President Obama, giving him a 10-minute devotional, my first ever talk that mm-hmm. God's asked me to do, um, and, and they let me sing Was one for song. the White House. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In the White House. Um, and, uh, and I just remember leaving there going, you know what, God, I don't ever give him the credit. Like, I don't mm-hmm. ever 
give him his due. Like he's like, just because I tell you to do something doesn't mean it's going to happen that day. But right. Just have some patience. Yep. And so that's really reinvention for me. Was that that was that moment for me? Like I found myself in the freaking White House. It was a crazy day <laughs> because you were being obedient. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Obedience leads to really cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. So we're at a leadership conference. There's a lot of people here who ma- who imagine themselves as leaders, and we're actually here talking about leadership at the conference, listening to speakers. And what would you say should be the priority? of any emerging leader, whether it's faith-based or otherwise? Well, honestly, I'd say killing their spiders Ah, because, because their leadership is being affected by the lies that they believe Mm -hmm. about themselves. So if they can break agreements with the enemy with those lies, then their leadership level is going to rise way more rapidly than 10 fundamental leadership principles from X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You break those agreements, you start living in God's truth, you start stepping into freedom of who you are. I'm telling you, your their leadership is going to go berserk. It's going to be it's going to be incredible to watch. So, as more and more leaders begin to step into this freedom, mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to start seeing revival. I think uh, wow. uh, I think the people that they're leading are going to mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. They're going to see some authenticity inside of them because it's really easy for them to tell the, the people in the pews or people in their companies, whatever. How yep. to? But when when people see you do it at that point, then um, then I think that's true leadership. Because like right now, you know, there's so many people that are being held back right now mm-hmm. because they're not willing to do that. And yeah. just imagine the church yeah. and people in general being able to live their passions like that. This isn't, that's really awesome. Yeah. Are there any new projects or anything coming up? I know you've got the book. Is there yeah. anything else coming up? Yeah, you know, I've got a podcast. I have a podcast. You have a podcast. Yep, called, and you and, live in Nashville. And I've I not seen Nashville. you at Nashville Podcast. No, so no, it's a, because I'm real. only four episodes no, in. Only four episodes in. It's called Enter Wild. Okay. And and it's Enter helping wild. people enter into the wild part of their faith. Again, I feel like too many Love Christians live, live in a safe space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enter Wild, my wife and I just sit across from each other. And we, I don't interview famous people mm-hmm. or influencers or mm-hmm. authors or mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of great podcasts that do that. This is just a podcast with me. I've interviewed my dad and mm-hmm. we talked for an hour and I interviewed my, my wife's grandma and we talked. And so I'd like to find people that no one's ever heard of and ask them about wild seasons of their faith mm. and helping people. So that's something I'm really excited about. It's called yeah. Enter Wild. I love that. Yeah. And I will, I will put that also in the show notes uh, yeah, um, as great. well. So um, how can leaders or readers connect with you? Yep. Yep. Twitter, Instagram, all those places I'm at Loswit, which is L-O-S-W-H-I-T. Mm-hmm. Um, killthespider.com. You can get my book there, which that'll also take you to my website, carloswhitaker.com. Uh, I want to yeah. thank you for spending this moment with me today, uh, Los, and for yeah, for I being know. just genuine and authentic, and most of all, just for taking the lead and really being introspective and having the courage to be that way, and and for that reason being reason being a shining light for others who who really need to to do that. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you that. so much for having me. Okay, everybody, that's author, speaker, moment maker, spider killer, Los Whitaker. And I hope that you will check out and support him on your favorite social media. Until next time, be blessed and uh, follow me on Twitter. If you get a chance, Chester W. Goad, uh, follow follow me there. And until next time, keep living, learning, keep leading, and we're going to see you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Leader Byte Podcast, bite-sized conversations about leadership, learning, and life. Keep the conversation going at ChesterGo.com or on your favorite social media because leadership is a conversation worth having.